Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K, a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is 50 Shades of K. Well, now more than ever, we need to find ways to get our minds right. What's happening in our world and in our personal lives with the spread of the coronavirus is unprecedented. We can't say that enough. I'm feeling it. I'm sure you're feeling it. The world is feeling it. And having feelings of sadness, fear, hopelessness, anger, anxiety, that's all normal. But how do you turn those into feelings of hope and positivity. And that's why my guest today is here to help us with that. Jim Love, who's back on 50 Shades of K. Thank you, Jim, for joining me today from your home. Of course, Elizabeth. It's a pleasure to be here. And um, you know, I, I I just I'm appreciative of of your time and looking forward to chatting. Well, I am stealing your tweet for the theme of this podcast because you tweeted out that you need to put negative energy at a social distance. Well done. I appreciate that little nugget because that's how, what I'm going to use for this podcast. But how do we we do this? And, and before we get into it, in case you didn't hear the podcast that Jim was on about two years ago, I think now, and I'll link it up at 991themix.com so you can hear it there. Jim is a keynote speaker who focuses on helping people unleash their leadership potential. And what a time right now to be a leader in your life among all of this chaos. But how do we even do this, Jim? Like, where do we start? Yeah. So, I, you know, f- first of all, uh, you know, Elizabeth, I, I appreciate your intro because I, I think it's really important, um, you know, for, for us in, in, in general to, to validate people's feelings right now. I think a lot of times, you know, like even for someone like me who focuses on positivity, like it's not always easy. And, and it's, and it shouldn't be right now. You know, and I think that when people do feel anxious or maybe slightly depressed or, or upset, like that's okay. That's, that's, you're allowed to feel that way. You know, we've, we've had something taken away from us. We've had our normal routines, our lives, uh, just everything that we're used to taken away. And when that happens, you grieve. And so we're all grieving. And I think we're all in this together. And and, and now more than ever, it's important to understand that we're all in this together. You're right. Um, so about I wanted to like start there. The, the grieving process, though, I never thought about that until just now. That yes. yeah, there is. I mean, you talk about the emotions of grieving. You know, anger, denial, acceptance. Like I've had moments of being angry 
also and it's like you are you're grieving there's this loss that that, that that's really profound that you're saying that because that's what a lot of us are feeling absolutely and, and what's even more important too is understanding that grief is subjective right so we're not all going to go through the same trials and tribulations when someone loses someone you know like a, a family member something like that we all go through stages of it and it's there's not like a manual to know how people do that so i think whenever we're approaching folks virtually you know of course <laughs> uh you know making sure that we're just aware that um, their feelings are going to differ and and they might not be on the same level as us and and that's cool you know but we need to walk with each other and understand how to best guide each other through that but yeah i i, I mean it's 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 a grief you know it's it's a grieving process and it's important to understand that it's okay to feel that way um so i wanted to get that out there right away um because i have tough days too like i, I yesterday was like a long day for me <laughs> like i was yeah. i was you know a little bit um just was feeling down and whatever so i i, I think the you know the, the point is to understand it validate it um you know and now from there um you know realizing that real quick jim really yeah. quickly when you say validate it how do you how do you do that? Maybe someone listening doesn't know what that even means. I think it's not questioning why am I feeling like this? Yeah, I think a lot of people are like, okay, like I'm supposed to be getting better or like, um, you know, everyone I look at on social media is feeling good. Why am I not feeling good? You know, validating the fact that like you're human, you're yes. going to have emotions, you should emote. That's important. That's yes. like actually an important process of all of this. And if you skip that step, it's only going to come back with a roaring vengeance later. So you should accept that that's what's happening right now. And it's okay to feel that way. It's actually, honestly, weird if you didn't feel that way, sure. <laughs> I, I think, you know, um, it's it's a tough part, you know. So there there's stages of all this, and the way that you go through it is going to be different than the way the person next to you goes through it. Um, so like, it's okay to have those, um, and and that's that's you know that's how it should be. So um, is that does that make sense? Yeah, no, it really does. And I I like that you are touching on like not being hard on yourself about it. That like just own it. That's how you're feeling, and that's how you can validate it. Exactly. Exactly. So. I think like taking that though, um, you know, to me, and this is the way I've thought for a long time, um, positivity is a choice. I think, I, I think, and this is probably going to be a min minority opinion, but I think uh, you can wake up and decide that that day you're going to be positive. And, um, and it's difficult, especially now. I think the more, you know, the more we focus on that and find ourselves in situations where we can change our mindset is, is going to be better. So Right now, like the, the biggest term that comes in my mind is gratitude. And I think focusing on gratitude for small things at this moment is important. And, and there's a lot to be grateful for. You know, we have time right now. That's something that we have. And, and truthfully, when you think about it, you probably didn't have a lot of that before all of this yeah, went down. And that was something that I was talking about with a friend. I had a two hour conversation with my mom on Sunday and she and I are close and we, and we do talk, but I don't remember the last time we sat on the phone for two hours and we talked about everything and it hit me this gift of time to use it wisely because how many times do we all say we don't have time for that and now we do exactly well, in most exactly. cases i do understand there are definitely people that are on the front lines working longer hours so we can't say everyone does but if you are being given this opportunity of time what are you doing with it mm -hmm. and and it's small things right it's like connecting with someone, and I would encourage everyone to do this, connect with someone you haven't talked to in a while, you know, just give someone a call. They're probably home, 
you know, like most of us are, yeah. most of us are home, you know, we're, we're hanging out, you know, watching Netflix or whatever it might be. Um, but whatever that, you know, whatever those small things are, they're going to make you happy. I think is what you should focus on. You know, for, for me, it's, it's connecting with people. That's always been my, my big focus and, um, you know, supporting small businesses, what, you know, whatever, whatever it might be with it, with the time that you have now, I think is to do. And, and so like, and again, that's, that's subjective too. I, th- I think, you know, um, but all those small things, what I like to tell people is, Every day when you wake up, think of three small things that you're grateful for that day. You know, whether you woke up on time, you're about to have a great breakfast. If you're a student, maybe you just got like an A on a virtual test you weren't anticipating, something like that. But start your mindset with with just three things, three very small things. Watch how that changes, you know, your approach into the day in, in a way. And then conversely, at night before you go to bed, what are three things that you're grateful for that day? Small things. You know, maybe you had a great conversation with a coworker you had a great lunch, you know, whatever, whatever those things are for you. And that's, that just retrains your mind to stop focusing on the negative because there's a lot, right? And to really take in, um, in your personal life at this moment, the small things that are going to work for you. And I think that can just go leaps and bounds into, you know, you feeling more positive about well, all of it. Right. Well, and now too, you're with your family, likely a lot more. I was just thinking when you talk about the three things in the morning, the three things at night, what a great way to start your morning with your family and end the day with your family. I mean, you mm-hmm. could do it individually. You could do it in a journal, of course, too. But you could do it with each other when you're sitting around. There's a lot of people now that are spending all day with your their kids. And normally their kids would be in school. And maybe also getting a pulse of where your family's at. You know, how are they feeling? What are those three things that they're grateful for? And this is something really we should just be doing regardless of a pandemic. <laughs> I mean, as I'm taking these uh, notes, I'm writing all this stuff down. Totally that you're agree. writing. That, you know, how to put negative energy at a social distance. This is how. These are some yes. of the steps that you can that you can do. I'm I just I'm loving what you're what you're saying because it's really easy to digest, especially at a time when our brains are spinning right now. Yeah, and you know, and it's all to make it tangible. And I, I think to, you know, to your point, like I, I like to call it when when I talk to my friends or family, I do like a soul check. You could call it a pulse check, whatever you want to call it, but like how are you feeling right now? I think especially for some of your listeners, you know, maybe that have kids. Like what better of a way to teach them to be open about their feelings than now? One of my goals is to really break that stigma, you know, mental health. But like that is such a small step you can take. You're going to be with them for a while. Ask them how they're doing and tell them to be honest. It's a no judgment zone. And I think that's just like a really easy way to just start those conversations much earlier where they're in a level where like, it's cool to talk about this. We're all, you know, maybe I'm not doing great today. Like let's share this within the community that I trust. And maybe it's your parents or your siblings where you could start first. Yep. Or if people are scrolling through Instagram or Facebook, like we all are a lot of the time, maybe scroll and land on a random person. And that's the person that you'd reach out to. Yeah, absolutely. How are you doing? I like the soul check. So much great information from you, Jim. I needed to talk to you today. And I said that before we started recording this podcast, that our industry, it was was having a day today. And a lot of people are dealing with some major life changes right now. And I thought about rescheduling this podcast with you, but I thought, no, I want to hear from Jim because I need a little bit of positivity from Jim too. And a lot of people are going to benefit from this. So thank you so much. And what would you say to someone who feels anxiety due to a lack of control of what's going on right now. I have a lot of friends experiencing that. I know I've had moments. I've started tracking my food, like, you know, mm-hmm. how I would do before a trip. So it's like, okay, I want to be healthy. I'm tracking my food. Totally. Simply because 
I want to feel like I have some kind of control in my life again. And because I'm like right around the corner from the refrigerator in my office, so <laughs> I could just be grazing all day too. But I noticed that my anxiety is higher than it's ever been before. Right. And as someone who personally had a battle with anxiety for you know, most of my life, I would say, first of all, I feel you um, because I, I like control too, and it's tough. And so right now we're, we're in a, a situation where most of the things are beyond our control. We can't control who's getting sick necessarily. We can, you know, we can do all we can, but at the end of the day, a lot of this stuff, we really can't. It's beyond, which is tough. It's tough to, to grasp that because typically in a normal day, you can control most of what you're doing for the most part, but right now you can't. So what I would say to those people is, well, let's focus on what we can control. You know, what are those things that we can't control? And yeah. for me, I boil, I boil it down to three things. Honestly, it's funny you ask this because like, this is also true in a non-pandemic situation, but I think more specifically true right now. And those three things you can control are your attitude, your energy, and your effort. That's all you can control is your attitude, your energy, and your effort. So if you're giving, I say 110%, because I think anybody can give 100%. So if you're giving 110% to those three areas, your attitude, you know, your reaction to what's going on, keeping a positive attitude, your energy, giving all the energy you have in your effort, your max effort. If you can do that, like the rest will take care of itself. That's really where it starts with yeah. you and controlling that I think is so important because that's all, that's all that we have within our grasp right now. Well, and the attitude ties back to how to think positively, because if you mm -hmm. hear what Jim says and you're thinking, well, my attitude is really bad right now. Well, positivity is a choice. And if you start to think about the things that you're grateful for, that can help change the mood a little bit. Check in with a friend. That can change the mood a little bit. And then what do you know? Your attitude's starting to get a little bit better. Yes. And this is all absolutely contagious, which is a funny word to use right now. It is, because just talking yeah. to you is making me feel better, Jim. Same. I mean, you know, vice versa. Trust me. It's one of those things where, like, it's got to start somewhere. And I think a lot of times, too, one thing I want to touch on is, you know, maybe people don't really see themselves, like, especially those who are not like CEOs and entitled leaders in that sense, aren't seeing themselves as leaders right now because yeah. they're sort of cooped up, you know, but you are one. And I think that all leaders have influence and your ability to influence just the immediate people, maybe within your own household or your friends is a start. And that's a ripple effect. And that attitude, you know, you affect one person and it's just funny to talk about it in, in those terms, but I think it's, I think it's true, you know, and, and yeah. it starts somewhere. Be a leader in your relationship. Be right. a leader in your household. Be the one that says maybe at the end of the day when you're putting kids to bed or you're done watching Netflix, maybe that's when you say, okay, what are the three things that you're grateful for today? And that, mm -hmm. that domino effect of how that makes someone feel, that's powerful stuff because that can yeah, change it, the whole dynamic of a household. Absolutely. And I know it's like, like, I want to just acknowledge like this, this isn't easy necessarily. You know, this is totally a choice to do it this way. And, and I've just found that the other way to me is not attractive and, and it doesn't help. And, you know, 10 times out of 10, I'll choose this and I'll be happier for having done it this way. Oh, <laughs> so. Jim. Yeah, that's why you're, you're just such a good guy. You are. And you are working with so many different people when it comes to your keynote speeches, because if you're just joining us and you don't know much about Jim Love, let me tell you a little bit about Jim Love. <laughs> he is a, really a motivational speaker, really to students. That's where you are working the most when you're doing these keynote speeches. And what advice do you have for, for students right now? Because parents are feeling the pressure at work. Kids are having their whole lives flipped upside down. You talk to a lot of faculty and staff. What would you have to say if there was a group listening right now? 
Yeah. You know, first of all, keep your head up. It's tough. Like, honestly, like I understand where a lot of students are at right now and it's a difficult time, but the word that comes to my mind is community and now is virtual community. And the more that they can enable and use their virtual community as a resource, whether it's their teachers or or friends, um, getting people together. And I think being there for each other is so important. You know, like you don't necessarily have to be in the same classroom physically to be there for someone. I think if your friends know that that you can rely on them is great. I think obviously like academically, like work hard and get through this semester. You're going to be watching a great Netflix documentary in about two years on what you're going through right now. So just keep that in mind. This is yes, all temporary. We are you know. living history right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. And I think I know I probably should have said this earlier, but this is temporary. And I think we need to remember that. And we're going to get through it. Like we're going to get through all of this. It's going to happen. But, you know, for students specifically to just use their teachers and their fellow students with the technology that we have at our disposal as resources. You know, like if this would have happened when I was in school, you know, 10 years ago or, or whatnot, you know, I just didn't have, we didn't have this stuff, you know, to work off of, Jim, and, you know. That is so accurate. Never crossed my mind with everything going on right now. It never crossed my mind. What would we have done our generation? What would, I would have built my aim buddy profile. What would they have the done? Best. You know, I, well, yeah, and thank goodness that's, that's we do it. have technology. And if you want to talk about being grateful, maybe that's one of the things to be grateful for that you have technology. I mean, because we have technology, you and I can connect. I'm in my house in Waukesha. And what, what city are you in? I'm in Milwaukee. I'm on the uh, the Upper East Side. So you're yeah, on the East so. Side. And look, we're mm-hmm. able to do this podcast together to get this out to the masses to help spread that message of positivity. Yeah. Absolutely. What would we have done no, back in the day? Oh I don't gosh. know. Yeah. And I sometimes I think about it. It makes me anxious. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. So then those we push things, those you know, thoughts I, away. That's right. That's right. Keep them at a social distance, as, as someone said. No, um, but I, I think uh, if they can, you know, utilize all that. And, you know, again, I just want to drive home that temporary part. I, I think a lot of people need to know like this, this will end and we will get through it. You know, we're all in this together. And it's, I think it'd be one thing if I was a student, it'd be one thing if it was just me going through something like this, but we all are in, in one term or another, you know, we are all one body. We're all, you know, in this together and, you know, no one's really having like a better time than anybody else's. It's just our reaction to it. And so I think for them, just focus on keep your goals, keep your dreams for the year, do the academic stuff and just really be with each other and walk with each other. I think that's it's important. Well, I think it's going to be interesting also to see how this impacts the youth in regards to what career path they choose. No, I was no talking doubt. to my friend Mark, who's eighth grader, has been obsessed with watching what's going on with stocks and the New York Stock Exchange. Huh. And yeah. he came to his dad with some leftover Christmas birthday money and said, I think I want to buy a stock. And his dad said, what, really? And he said, yeah, this is the stock I want to buy. This is what I'm thinking. And he kind of talked him through it. But Mark was so taken back by this. He's like, I had no idea that my son would be interested. And I, I told him, I said, Mark, this may have been a pivotal point in Gabe's life right now. This could be his career path. And he said, I, I, that, that's totally true. I mean, or you think about, you know, youth that want to serve in some way or want to get in healthcare, want to get into, you know, science and just the study of how can we find a vaccine for this virus? It's it, this is molding our future in more ways than just what's happening with our jobs right now. Think of the youth that are sitting back watching this and learning from this pandemic, too. Yeah. 
I think there's there's no question about that. If there's an opportunistic time to have a kid find their vocation, then then that is just, that's just a beautiful be. thing. So what what are you doing, Jim, to help schools and students and staff at this time? Yeah, that's a great question. I think what I've found is, you know, the best thing I can do. Number one is be a resource in general. So, um, you know, any student or any teacher that just needs to reach out and talk to someone, that's I'm I'm here for that. But but number two is, you know, I'm happy to record videos, virtually join any sort of classroom. I've done a couple of specific videos, you know, six to 10 minutes for uh, just like a, a quick message to students. And that's something truthfully that keeps me busy and I just enjoy doing, but I've I found that that has been helpful. I am happy to serve in any capacity like that for, for any school that thinks that their students may just need, you know, to hear, hear a different message similar to what you, you and I have been talking about here and obviously for free. So I, I want to, I want to make sure oh, I'm giving this, Jim. you know, out there I just the right time to do it and I enjoy it and I think you know I think students need it so yes and like that you is... said hearing it from a different voice I mean kids get tired of hearing from their parents and kids get tired of hearing <laughs> from their teachers but to hear likely a very similar message that people in their life are saying it helps to sometimes hear from a different voice and... absolutely and I, I do record a video and my, my hair is a little out of whack right now because I haven't gotten a haircut in a while oh my so gosh. bear with me if, that, this if that's is hysterical I am just cracking up at a lot of these social posts I'm seeing of like LeBron James has a full beard right now oh my gosh I mean I don't know lot. if it's because he can't shave at home but like I saw LeBron <laughs> James with a beard and people that are showing the the roots that are showing on their head and my stepson Brayson he his hair is already like really full on the top of his head and we call it the the poof the poof is out of control. It is like, I don't even <laughs> know if awesome. a hat can go over the poof soon. And the only option it. would be to completely shave his head. And he's not ready for that to happen. Not yet. feeling that. Yeah. So yeah. It's wild. The hair literally is wild. My colleagues are going nuts right now. It's, it's <laughs> everything it needs to be. <laughs> well, that will get the attention of the students though, Jim. So That's you have right. that going for you. <laughs> Anything else you want to add before we, we wrap this up and say goodbye? You know, mainly just to go back to some of these small things, I think now I've been doing a lot of walking and just like reflecting and, you know, those are subjective things for me, but I, I really think to focus on those things in your control that, that can make you happy. I think your happiness is what matters the most right now. And I would say that, you know, if you can imagine your happiness like a cup. And once your cup overflows with happiness is when you could start delivering that to other people too. So I think it starts internally, fill your cup and let that cup then overflow to the people around you and watch how that can start a ripple effect. Jim, you have your cups overflown here into my house in Waukesha. (laughs) I feel what you are saying. Thank you for sharing all of that with, with all of us that are listening to this. You reached out for this podcast and you were so right. You said, let's get our platforms together. And I'm glad that we that we did that. And I will link up all of your information at 991themix.com. But if you're listening to this and you're able to write it down, follow Jim on Twitter. You will not regret it. And if you follow me, you've probably already seen some of his tweets because I love giving him a retweet. But he is at Jim, J-I-M underscore M underscore love. Jim underscore M underscore love. And the website is goauthenticyou.com. And again, we'll link it all up online. Jim, thank you. I, I needed to hear this message today too. You're a good friend and you're doing great work. Keep it up. And thanks for putting that positive energy out into the world. We're all better for it. It's my total pleasure, Elizabeth. Thank you. And I have, obviously I've you know, been a fan for a long time and now being a friend is, is, is awesome. Aww. So I Virtual appreciate it. Through the phone. That's right. Through the computer. <laughs> it's received. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Jim. 
This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.